we read a poem. Hello all and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. And I want to jump right into the poem that I'm going to read. Bring the pain. (laughs) The poem itself isn't painful. I'm doing... Please do not make fun of me, and please don't laugh. It isn't easy to write a poem on the neck of a running giraffe. And that, of course, uh, is kind of wasted in a podcast because it's written in the shape of a long rectangle-ish because it is part of a a giraffe neck. A running giraffe, apparently. Yes, yes, yes. Well, oh, that doesn't sound like the content for bitchery. Oh, it is because I am feeling under duress. All right, on you go. Yeah, so I am supposed to get on a plane tomorrow to go see my family, but we are still in a pandemic. My sister is tested positive, probably for Omicron. I will, as long as my mother tests negative tomorrow morning, I will be getting on the plane and it feels kind of immoral to do this, but there are really no good choices in this situation. No, there aren't. And we're, we've reached the point where it's endemic. Everyone yeah. is going to get it. Well, we're at least all going to get exposed. It's like the flu. I mean, you're going to get it, regardless. I, I mean, I don't get the flu most of the time when I'm vaccinated. But when was the last time you were tested for flu? Mm, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that's the thing of it. Like, how do you know? I haven't had the flu in two years. Well, have you? Or do you just get vaccinated against the flu? Yeah, I haven't had anything that seemed like a flu, really, since the last time I didn't get vaccinated for the flu. However, it's possible I just had a mild case of the flu sometimes. And so if the answer is, let's stop living life until COVID goes away. Okay, good luck with that. Well, I do think that traveling on a plane is a terrible idea, but I'm doing it anyway because I didn't go last year and my dad died. It's like all else. Everything else in life comes with risks. When I drive a car, am I going to buckle my seatbelt? May I still die in a car crash? Sure. It's at least uh, less dangerous for me to travel this time than it was last time because I am triple vaccinated, which will probably offer me some protection and I will end up with a mild case. If I get, I mean, I will get exposed. If I do get it, it will, should be mild. So that's at least better than last year. So your sister is living in the same house? No. No. She had a little bit of ex- masked exposure to my mother the day before she started feeling sick. Gotcha. Yeah. She and my mother do not live together. And gotcha. I won't see my sister until she's done with her isolation period. Oh, there you go. So. Merry Christmas. Gosh, I'm just feeling <laughs> all sorts of pressure and duress from i really hate traveling and i hate traveling during holidays the most and i feel not great about christmas to begin with it's always been a very sad time of year for me and i just i just don't want it i don't want it i don't want it and on top of it there's a pandemic that makes things even more complicated because i could get it when i'm in maryland and then i can't come home for a long time this is true and i'm just gonna want to go home I will not be getting on a plane on Sunday. I will be getting on a plane on Friday. Mm-hmm. So this will be our last recording for a bit then. Correct, but worry not uh, because I have an outtakes episode. That'll be interesting. So yeah, you'll have this one and then an outtakes episode and then back to our regularly scheduled program. Provided 
I don't get COVID wherever I am and provided you don't get COVID wherever you are. Well, as with all things, time will tell. I don't want to. I don't want to. I hate all of this. I get so stressed out. (sighs) Well, what are your adventures coming up? Uh, I am going to Dallas for the Christmas weekend, and I'm going to Toronto for the New Year's weekend. My uh, wife's folks are very opposite in their dealings with the world. Hmm. So, like, my father-in-law is very much the mindset of, oh, I've got my three shots, done all I can do, everything's fine, on we go. And my mother-in-law is like, I've got my three shots, and now I will continue to be afraid of everything. And the two of them occupy the same space, and so from time to time, my mother-in-law will send emails where it's like, wow, things sure are bad out there. I hope no nothing bad happens to anyone. And so X number of weeks ago, we had a phone conversation and it was, hey, we're going to be taking a trip over the New Year's. We can come visit you or we can not. You know, we haven't seen you in two years. So, you know, it's kind of up to you. If you don't want us to come visit, we won't. And they're like, definitely, definitely come visit. So it's like, all right, we're going to come visit. Okay, cool. So we bought the tickets. And then yesterday, she sent another email. Oh, things sure are bad out there. I hope no one gets it. What are you trying to accomplish with this? And so my prettier half, Lord Lover, had the most animated phone conversation I have ever seen her have. And it was, look, what is your point? Do you want to see us or do you not want to see us? Because we have tickets for Toronto and we don't have to see you. Like we can just hang out in Toronto. And her dad was on the line as well and was like, see, I told you not to send that email. I told you that was going to be stupid. But that will be, this will be the foreseeable future. Right. And we have steps we can take. There are vaccines. Get the shots when you can. We might be back to flatten the curve territory. Like, try not to all get sick at once. I mean, I do think this winter travel is foolish, but I'm doing it anyway. I, I don't even think foolish is the word for it. I think we all, we've all had our shots. Will we be exposed? Almost definitely. Is it worth shutting down the rest of your life? Well, I'm not that worried about me. I'm more worried about giving it to other people and giving it to people who are immunocompromised, for example, like my friend. Mm. And I'm going to avoid my friend for two weeks after I come back. But I can't anticipate that she'll be the only person I'll encounter who's immunocompromised. So it sounds like you're taking all the right precautions, and mm. that's all you can do. Yeah, I fret, though. Well, I don't think that's unjustified, but don't fret too much. So I almost, I was supposed to hang out today with somebody with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> were you aware that they had COVID? They Well, no, and neither were they. So... As you know, my sister tested positive recently, uh, and she was negative on a PCR test, but she took five different antigen tests over three days, and they were all positive. So I tweeted about that. I was like, that's odd. I wonder if that's going to be a pattern in any way. And my friend saw it, and so my roommate is having an escape room thing today for her birthday. It's just a small thing with a few people who are all vaccinated well and boosted. And so our mutual friend saw that and she was like, huh, I had a sore throat, but I was negative on the PCR test. Why don't I take an antigen test and see what happens? Well, positive. 
So she will not be coming to the escape room tonight, but Laura and I were supposed to go see, we're supposed to see her right before we got on planes to go see our families. Intriguing. Yeah. Well, the good news is I'll get tested a whole bunch because to fly from internationally, yeah. Canada to the United States, you got to get tested out the wazoo. So we'll yeah. see what happens there. Yeah. Probably nothing. Or maybe something. Or maybe something. Oh, gosh. And ultimately, the sun will continue to shine. All right, Russ, what's your poem for today? <laughs> My poem is Thumbs. All right. Oh, the thumb sucker's thumb may look wrinkled and wet and withered and white as the snow. But the taste of a thumb is the sweetest taste yet, as only we thumb suckers know. There is no accompanying illustration. Were you a and thumb sucker? I, not to my memory. Um, I don't recall being a thumb sucker, but I, in my previous capacity as a school administrator, I have known many children who were. Have you ever met any adult thumb suckers? I mean, only in passing. Huh, interesting. I wonder if there are statistics to be found about this. I'm very interested in the, the reason this came up was because I've taken a small interest in obsessive compulsive behaviors. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily thumb sucking, but the treatment of and cures are difficult, but ways around them and coping mechanisms and that sort of thing. So specifically, I, I became interested in uh, dermatillomania, mm. which is uh, skin picking. Oh, I do uh, a little bit of that. Compulsive skin picking. Yep, especially on my face. Tell me about it. How does yours operate? Uh, if I see any kind of blemish or, or at all, I like tend or like scab or something. I tend to just be like, ah, make it stop, make it go away. And of course, I just, I'm just making it worse. Is it? Does it have to be a blemish, or will you seek out blemishes? What do you mean seek out blemishes? Like, if you look in the mirror and you see a pimple, you will probably try and pop it, right? Yes. But during the course of the day. Will you run your fingers yes. across your skin and look for blemishes? Not inten I'm not intentionally looking for blemishes, but I when I, I will run my hands across my face and find them. I'm not necessarily looking for them. Do you start picking at those as well? Mm, at least a little bit, yeah. Have you ever found that this has an effect on day-to-day -day living? I mean, often it makes my zits worse. Is... And it can be kind of painful sometimes if I'm like messing with something that is an open sore. Have you ever ended up with a uh, with like an infection or anything? I'm really careful about. I mean, part of uh, being like, "Oh my God, make it go away," is also keeping things very clean. And even though I'm making them worse, I'm still making sure they're not infected because infected is much worse. Do you pull at your hair? Not really. No. Mm. This is I'm I'm quoting Mental Health America here. Excoriation disorder, also referred to as skin picking or dermatillomania is a mental illness related to obsessive-compulsive disorder. It is characterized by repeated picking at one's own skin, which results in, in skin lesions and causes disruption in one's life. Individuals may pick at healthy skin, minor skin irregularities, lesions, or scabs. The disorder is usually chronic with periods of remission, alternating with periods of greater symptom intensity. And it goes on. Yeah, I do that, but it's not. it hasn't affected my life very much, except for making things temporarily a little worse. Like, because I think because I'm like really careful about wound care that I don't 
it's not that big of a deal. I'm just giving myself worse scars. Hmm. And treatment is usually singularly difficult because you can treat it a little bit with SSRIs, but usually it you kind of need like some cognitive behavioral therapy in there. And it's almost always seen in uh, some kind of comorbidity with obsessive compulsive disorder or depression from time to time. 38% also experience trichotillomania, which is hair pulling. I only have the one, the skin one. It's mild. It doesn't really take over my life in any way. It is compulsive, but it's, it's whatever. The personal experience part was because my better half uh, deals with it from time to time, mm-hmm. and so it became very interesting to me. Yeah. Because while I sort of knew about it in the abstract, I've never experienced it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're a teenager, you pop pimples and that sort of thing, but, you know, I, I've never searched my skin for blemishes nor, you know, found relief from picking them, but... Then I joined the subreddit, which was or a skin-picking subreddit, and seeing these people, they talk about it like it was very nearly an addiction. Like the relief that they felt from just that sensation of removing something. Hmm. Such a wave of euphoria when, oh, now it feels smooth. But of course, that's going to scab over in an hour, and now you have something right. new to pick at. Right. I, so. do, I guess I do feel a little bit relieved. When it happens, like, I'm like, ugh, the disturbing thing is gone. But, of course, I've just made it, usually I've just made it worse. A funny thing is, while we've been talking, I have a thing on my elbow that is some kind of, started as some kind of contact dermatitis, but I have fucked with it for so much. It is now something different. This just goes to show you how much older we're getting. Uh, At the outset of uh, COVID, I noticed a new lump on my arm. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, for like seven seconds, I was worried about it. And then I Googled the thing. And for once, Dr. Google didn't make me terrified. Hmm. And they were like, oh, that's probably a lipoma. And I was like, what's a lipoma? And it turns out like David Sedaris wrote a thing about it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but now I think it's kind of interesting. And I showed it to a doctor and he was like, oh yeah, that's nothing to worry about. We can cut it out if you want to, but it's not going to do anything. And I was like, neat. But Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, see, I would be like, oh my god, cut that out now. I would be like, make that go away. Now. But like, now, the, make the, it go away. <laughs> the fact that it is mobile and doesn't cause me pain are both very good signs and, and characteristic of lipomas. Right. They spring up overnight and they grow to one size and then they stay there for the rest of your life unless you get rid of them. Right. I, I, I would have to have that removed. I would have to have that removed. <laughs> if, so, if it didn't get removed, I would start considering doing it myself. Because I, I have burned things off of me that I've been like, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I will just burn it off. But this is under the skin. You would have to cut it out. Yep. Oh, golly. I might find a way if I had to. <sighs> so I guess you could exacto it out, but man. Yep. Numb it with an ice cube and figure it out. <laughs> I just I like I mean obviously I have a mild case of this the skin picking disorder because I'm like I would not be able to stand that for very long. Oh. No, I I notice it from time to time yeah. like if I'm in the shower it's like oh there's that there's that little friend maybe I'll name him but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if this is our most distressing episode ever or <laughs> I mean, one of our more uplifting we're gonna episodes. We're going to have to do some we're going to have to do some content warnings on this for sure. <laughs> Skin picking. Yeah, well, I'm anxious about traveling and anxious about my family. 
it's gonna be the first christmas without my dad mm-hmm. probably my sister probably won't be there either because she'll be in isolation still i think is the isolation period still two weeks or is it 10 days it's now? 10 days to two weeks depending if she's still feeling not great i would prefer she take the full two weeks i mean naturally yeah oh uh, now i'm but- thinking about now i'm messing with the wound on my elbow stop <laughs> i found a liquid bandages and those hydrocolloid bandages mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. work really well like the wet ones well what i would probably need to do is go put some sort of analgesic thing on it so i stop thinking about it because like and now i'm there and i'm like oh no it itches no it itches and i just have to go make it stop itching and then i'll forget about it for a while see it's a suggestive thing too like if, it, if someone like talks about it then i'm like pick 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 but well fates be with you good luck oh how's um uh, did, 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 have you fucked around with any of any video games anymore no i haven't really done anything since the little first foray into zero dawn but i probably will when i get back Woo! well then i will handle this week's uplifting thought okay good news guys it could get worse or it could get better but what i've learned is Dedicate as much time to thinking about the good thing as you think about the bad thing. So as someone who struggles with health anxiety, if you decide to Google a symptom, Google health anxiety, that symptom as well. And you will find that you feel better. Unless maybe it's in a malig... never mind. Yes, but also Google health anxiety, that malignant thing. (laughs) Also, Merry Christmas... Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. I think Hanukkah's over. Joyous New Year. Um, what else falls it? What's the... What else falls it during uh, the season? I guess like... So, well, we haven't done, had the solstice in Saturnalia as of recording. Merry solstice. Okay, but it will be a long time after this, one day the time this episode comes out, though. <laughs> Enjoy the outtakes episode. Yeah. Well, fates be with you. All right, I'll talk to you later. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Bye.